0: You're tuned into From the Pulpit to Podcast, where faith meets modern conversation, bringing timeless truths to the tip of your ears, from church aisles to your daily miles. And now, here's the voice that bridges the gap between tradition and today's world, evangelist Brian Rambler.
1: Today, I want to talk to you about the seven companions of faith. Put it in those comments and say, the seven companions of faith. Sometimes it can be frustrating. You're reading the word every day. You're making the right confessions, but something isn't working. You aren't seeing results. The temptation is to think, well, maybe I just need more faith. Can I give you some food for thought? What if you don't? what if your faith is just where it should be but you're missing another key ingredient I was watching uh, Pastor Nancy Dumfries the other day and she likened it to baking a cake saying when you bake a cake you need the right amount of each ingredient if you don't have eggs you just can't add more flour and think it's going to turn out right the same my friend is true of faith if something isn't working you can't just double up on your faith no no Faith needs something added to it. Where is the recipe for faith that works? Evangelist B, I am so glad you asked. Let's go in our Bibles to 2 Peter 1, and we're going to look at verses 5 and 7. 2 Peter 1, 5 and 7. I'm going to read it to you. For this reason, make every effort to add virtue to your faith. And to your virtue, knowledge. And to your knowledge, self-control. And to your self-control, patience. Endurance. And to your patient endurance, godliness. And to your godliness, brotherly kindness. And to your brotherly kindness, love. 2 Peter 1, 5, and 7 lists the seven companions of faith. The things that keep us on course and cause our faith to work. Faith itself is not a substitute. She, I remember hearing her say in that same conference, if something isn't working, you just can't throw more faith at it. You need all seven of these companions of faith to see a manifestation and victory in your life. So number one, put it in those comments. Say virtue is a companion of faith. Come on, put it in those comments and say virtue is a companion of faith. Virtue in this verse is translated as moral excellence. You know, the world mocks morality, but God is a moral God. Come on, you ain't saying nothing in here today. The government may legislate things as acceptable, but if God doesn't call it moral, it doesn't matter who else does. You can legislate sin all you want, but it's still sin. Come on, put it in those comments. Come on glory we go to the word not the world to find our standard of moral excellence let me say it again for the people in the back we go to the word not the world to find our standard of moral excellence a lot of people want to give Jesus their heart but stop short of giving him their lives if he's lord of your life he wants to have something to say about how you live what you say what you do, who you do it with, who you fellowship with. All those things matter to him. You, my friend, matter to him. Having virtue doesn't mean you're perfect, no. It means you're putting in an effort and making progress. It means you're producing fruit. It is who we are when, you, when no one is looking. Mm. Sin, my friend, sin puts us right into the devil's territory. And when you're in his territory, he has a right to attack us. Sin binds people and takes them captive. But Jesus came today, glory to his name. Jesus came to make you free. Virtue won't ever willingly participate in anything that is going to hold you captive. So, how can you get free from sin? Well, you can get free from any sin if you decide to hate it glory you have to choose to hate sin by faith your flesh may really like it but you can make a decision to hate that which you what you think you like the that's important because you'll keep everything you're okay with Mm, you hear me you'll keep everything you're okay with you don't get free from sin by willpower no For every opposition we face, we have something in the spirit that exceeds that opposition. Romans 8 and 13 says, through the power of the spirit, you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature. That's why the devil will keep you occupied with trying to get rid of it. He knows you can't get rid of it it by struggling in your own ability. You get rid of it by pouring in the word that washes it out. Glory to his name. Quit trying to remove what's wrong with your life. Just pour in what's right and flush it out. Glory, 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 glory. Honor integrity and integrity. Virtue will keep you from having a weak spots in your life. When you're living in moral excellence, there is no place for the devil to get in. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Number two. Knowledge is a companion of faith. Put it in those comments today. And say knowledge is a companion of faith. Second Peter again, 1 and 5. Add to your faith knowledge. About to say something here. Faith is not compatible with ignorance. (laughs) Faith is not compatible with ignorance. So if you're without the right knowledge of the will of God, your faith won't be supported. Ignorance doesn't mean stupid. It means untaught or not being a good student. Faith is only compatible with knowledge. That's why the devil is counting on our ignorance to keep to work his plan knowledge of the will of god is an important part to support the bridge of faith so how do you get knowledge evangelist i'm so glad you asked me that question by the renewing of your mind by the renewing of your mind you may listen to teachings every day and ministries are wonderful But the most important thing is for you to renew your mind every day by renewing the Word. By renewing His Word. No one else can do that for you. Listen, your mind doesn't stay renewed any more than your hair stays combed. (laughs) You have to what? You have to work it. You have to get it renewed. You have to renew that hairdo every day. You got to do the same thing with your faith and renew your mind every morning stay in the word every day put it in those comments and say evangelist I'm going to stay in the word every day put it in there and say I'm staying in the word every day I'm staying in the word every day now here's one that I know is lacking in this world that we live in today but number three self control is a companion of faith self control is a companion of faith 2 Peter 1, 5 and 6. Add to your faith self-control. Faith is going to have a tough time of it without self-control. That's because God designed self-control to keep us safe. Your body was never designed to lead your life. But you have to allow your spirit to take the lead and remind your flesh to back down. That's why we have to give ourselves spiritual, mental, and physical boundaries. But just like anything else, we can't do this through human ability. No, no, no. We have to have the help of the Holy Ghost and the Word of God. Glory. Your faith won't work right when you let your body do whatever it wants. Your greatest defense against the devil... Is to be, have a submitted body and a renewed mind. A very important part of self-control is not letting our mouth say whatever it wants to say. Ooh, that's tough. Just because you think it, it doesn't mean that we need to hear it. <laughs> Let me say it again. Just because you think it, doesn't mean we need to hear it. How many of us struggle with that daily? why because the world we live in has oh well they we bring your own truth no 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 just because you think it does not mean we need to hear it you can make all the faith confessions you want but undo every bit of that that you accomplish because of what you say proverbs 13 and 3 says this those who guard their lips preserve their lives Proverbs 13 and 3 those who guard their lips preserve their lives beyond controlling your body and your words it's important to exercise self-control in our thought lives as well worry will weaken the support of the temperance in your life bitterness unforgiveness fear and anger are all the result of an uncontrolled thought life. And these things will hinder your faith. So today, my friend, today, my friend, you must have self-control. Hmm. Number four, patience. That's another one we don't like. Patience is a companion of faith. Let's go to Second Peter again, 1, 5, and 6 add to your faith patience put it in those comments number four patience is a companion of faith patience is what keeps your faith going without patience faith will quit it is through faith and patience that we inherit the promises of god that's hebrews 6 and 12 if we're not patients will patient will settle for the wrong thing we'll accept something that comes quicker to satisfy us we'll accept the wrong spouse because we're tired of waiting or we'll accept the wrong job because we didn't want to wait for the right one but patience is not a calendar watcher who put it in those comments and say that say patience is not a calendar watcher come on let me see it in those comments patience is not a calendar watcher real faith ignores the calendar because it is fixed on what God says not what the calendar shows sometimes people blame the devil for things that were caused by stepping out of the patience of God but my friend when we're ready he will bring us what we need into the things that we that he has put into our hearts come on So put in those comments one more time and say, patience is a companion of faith. Number five, godliness is a companion of faith. Again, 2 Peter 1, 5 through 6, add to your faith godliness, godliness. Come on, type it in those comments. Godliness is a companion of faith. Godliness is God likeness in all we do. If he wouldn't think it or say it or do it, my friend, neither should we. Godliness is being interest is being interest in his plan and his will. If we're not going to be like God, we have to be interested in his plan, not just our plan. Mm. Godliness is doing the will of God with God joy being glad to do what he wants us to do that is a critical companion of faith the further you go with god the less you'll care about your own preferences you'll prefer what god prefers godliness is also consecration it is an intentional keeping away from anything that will rob you of what god makes available to you The willing and obedient will inherit the land. That's Isaiah 1 and 19. And godliness will strengthen your faith to get there. Glory, 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 glory. Number six. Brotherly kindness is a companion of faith. Brotherly kindness is a companion of faith. There is a distinction between between love for our brothers in Christ and love for all men. There's a divine order in things, and we find that order in Galatians 6.10, which says this, Therefore, as we have the opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. The way you treat the body of Christ matters more than how you treat a stranger at a store. Ooh. It doesn't mean that it doesn't matter how you treat strangers, but there's a divine order to things. For example, of course you'll be kind to the, neighbor chil- the neighborhood children, but you'll show even more greater love for your own children. The same needs to be true for the body of Christ we're not walking in love if we're not volunteering for secular activities when we weren't serving the local church or if we're giving to the homeless but not tithing you know let me fix this This, well I won't go there listen you've got to tithe (laughs) you've got to tithe my friend if we're giving to the homeless but not tithing that you have to put it above the body of Christ It's not right to give random people when you're not giving to your assigned location. Mm. Walking in brotherly kindness will undergird our faith and keep it working. Come on. Hallelujah. And finally, number seven today. Love is a companion of faith. Put in those comments one more time and say love is a companion of faith. 2 Peter 1 and 7 add to your faith love love is perhaps the greatest companion of faith galatians 5 and 6 tells us faith won't work without it if you've been feeling stuck in your spiritual life not seeing manifestations of what you're believing for your love walk is a critical place to check Mm. you're stalemated Mm, you're stalemated and if you're not walking in love, your faith will not work. To make love to the next level and walk in love as God has commanded, you will put others' interest ahead of your own. And you won't be, touched, you won't be touchy about it or easily offended. This is the divine love gauge. As long as you take control of the evil done to you, you're not walking in love. This might seem difficult at first. Well, did you see what the person said in those comments? I can't believe they said that. What did they say about me? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We're not going to worry about what they, what they say or what they do or what they go say about you. It takes patience. It's difficult. No doubt. It is difficult. Ever since I've walked into this office of the evangelist about three weeks ago now, the comments i see on facebook and twitter and all these places my god the crazies come out the woodwork now i could get mad about it i could get touchy about it i could like you know what let me respond but you know i've done i've done Eh. father bless them and love them and then delete and block bye i'm not going to respond to that foolishness it takes practice But the reward, my friend, is great. The reward is great. So I want to encourage you as you put these seven companions of faith into action, your faith will flourish and you'll always receive what you need. 2 Peter 1. Let's read this one more time. 2 Peter 1, 5 through 7. For this reason, make every effort to add virtue to your faith and to your virtue knowledge and to your knowledge, self-control, and to your self-control, patience, endurance, and into your patience, endurance, and godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to your brotherly kindness, love. 2 Peter 1 doesn't list the seven companions of faith. It also tells us if anyone are lacking these things, he is blind, that's in verse nine. It's tough to fight the fight of faith with a blindfold on so today my friend I want to encourage you to make sure you are following the companions of faith and make sure they're always at your side Listen if this blessed you today put in those comments and say evangelist B that helped me come on Put in those comments and say evangelist B that helped me again my friend thank you so much for joining me here today I want to talk to you for just a couple minutes before we pray I won't hold you long a couple things listen our new book just came out I got the copy in my hand the physical copy here look at this not today Satan the power of Psalms 91 and it's a 30-day devotional that's going to help you that goes through Psalms and if you look here you can see there's pictures of the family. Gives you a little introduction of the fam and who we are. Uh, got all kinds of things in there. The verses and how to get through Psalms 91. You can see it on your screen now. The ways to get it. You can get the ebook and get a digital download to you immediately. Or we can send you the physical copy. And listen, the physical copy is the way to go. I love digital things, but I'm getting a little old school about stuff. Especially since they can just take things off and all of a sudden it goes missing. That's why you should be paper. Bible saved come on put it in those comments and say I'm paper Bible saved but listen get the copy get the hard copy of this book to you you can get it sent to you if you go to our website brianrambler.com also don't forget to check our schedule too many places to name I will say though that I'm coming up to do a revival in Corbin Kentucky all the information is on the website so make sure you head to there as soon as we're done okay also, we would love for you to become a member of the Judah tribe. What is the Judah tribe? Well, that's our partnership. That's the thing that keeps this ministry rolling. Besides the grace of God and the anointing and the things that, that God has placed in our hands, it is because of partners like you. <laughs> and Jasmine and I are, and our family are so grateful to you for the partners that have joined us already and the partners that are to come. Listen, you can do so. Become a Judah Tribe member. It's a monthly partnership. It's, it's as little as $35 a month, but the benefits are great. One, you're connecting with this, you're connecting with the anointing and connecting with this ministry. And you reap all the benefits that we do because you're in connection. Your Bible says that it, it flows, the oil flows from the top and comes down. Listen, join us today. Not only do we send you things in the mail monthly, we send you gifts all the time. There's there's Facebook live events only for members. Uh, there are Zoom calls. I might just text you, call you out of the blue. See, I mean, listen, the, the things are great. Not much, But not only that, we pray for you daily. I pray for our partners daily. And if you ask any partner that is on this live now, they will tell you that since they've joined the Judah tribe, that the Lord has continually blessed them and I would pray today that you would join the Judah tribe again you can do that at BrianRambler.com listen you can also give a one-time seed. you can do it through cash app you can do it through credit card You can do it through Zelle Venmo all, all those things You can do that immediately by going to brianrambler.com. I want you to consider sowing a $20 seed into this ministry today. Take part of, if God blessed you through this today, take part and give a $20 seed today that say, hey, Evangelist B, I'm with you and your family. I'm with you and your family. And I thank you again so much. Even if you can't, maybe you want to give more. You can do so. Maybe the Lord's speaking to you to a greater amount. Let the Lord tell you what to give today. But I, everybody watching this live in the restream, please, please, please consider giving a seed. And watch the Lord bless it. Listen, let me tell you a story. I was in Full Gospel Church last week. Or two weeks ago, rather. And I was taking, I was taking up the offering. And I felt I had a certain, the Lord gave me a number and we were doing it. And I felt the Lord say, take an envelope. I said, all right, Lord, I'll take an envelope. I I joined these seeds because listen, I want to be blessed just as much as you're blessed. I took that envelope and seeded. Can I tell you, (laughs) not even 24 hours, the Lord gave me back that seed tenfold. That is how quickly the Lord is working, especially at this time at the Feast of Tabernacles. There's going to be two things that happen during this time. This is what I wholeheartedly believe. One, either Jesus is coming and he's coming back and we're going to be raptured out of here. Or two, there are blessings that come from the Feast of Tabernacles. Go read it in your Bible. Study it, I'm telling you. The Feast of Tabernacles is one of the most holiest times of the year. But listen, give today, and I'm telling you, it's going to come back to you. Now, listen, stretch your hands toward this camera. I want to pray with you today. Father, I thank you for everybody watching this live and watching the replay. Father, I thank you for blessing your children. Father, I thank you that you're bestowing those things that you promised to us in your word onto us now. Now we bind every sickness, we bind every principality, every dark power, dark force, every demon that would try to come against your people. We bind it now and we command it to go out of their lives now in Jesus' name. Satan, we send you back to hell where you came from. Now Father, we thank you for releasing healing. We thank you for releasing power. We thank you for releasing a fresh outpouring of your Holy Ghost right now. We thank you for the strength. We thank you for the healing and the joy that comes to your people people now in Jesus mighty name and if you receive that put it in those comments and say so be it unto me listen so be it unto me thank you for joining me today again make sure you hit those like buttons love buttons make sure you go to the website as soon as we're done here brianranwood.com me and Jasmine love you we appreciate you I can't wait to see you on Wednesday blessings
0: Thank you everyone for joining us today on From the Pulpit to Podcast. What a journey we've had together. If today's message touched your heart or got you thinking, make sure to subscribe for our weekly content so you never miss an episode. And for those who want to stay even more connected, don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram using the handle at Min. Dive deeper into our community and keep the inspiration flowing. For our schedule, exclusive merch, and to become part of our special Judah Tribe community, visit our website at brianrambler.com. We've got some fantastic resources waiting just for you. Let's keep the faith, share the love, and walk this journey together. Until next time, stay blessed and stay connected. From all of us here at From the Pulpit to Podcast, take care and see you soon.